the Wannabes Season 2, Episode 5, actually Episode 5. My name is JD. What's up? It's your boy Wasabi. And we're back. We're back after a little bit. Um, I'm doing okay. (laughs) Just moved in this week, so everything's kind of resettled in a sense. Um, But I'm doing all right. A lot of stuff to talk about this week. A lot of uh, craziness and, and... progression and all that but um yeah overall good how are you doing i'm doing well i'm pretty tired work days have been kind of crazy i think yeah i've just been working like 10 to like probably 10 hour days on average some 12 hour days once in a while so work's been good first month i really like the job honestly like it's pushing me a lot and and the company is really good and the people are really nice and I like my manager as well. I think, yeah, I'm just still getting used to it, trying to figure out a new routine. But honestly, like, the job's giving me melee vibes, you know? Like, I feel good at the end of the day, which is really, really nice. Yeah, like the uh, end of a long session feels. Not as nice as 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 playing with your homie. Okay. uh, With a long session. But it's close. It's close. All right. Well, it's, like, as close as you can get for an intensive job it's better than feeling um miserable at the end of a day (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it's been really demanding and and challenging and and i've been stepping up to the plate which is good but definitely it's it's like kind of just wants me i just like want to it just makes me want to like perform better as well so like again like just very similar to like the melee vibes adjacent i'd say so i'm like onto something so we'll see how that continues to grow but you know kind of really excited to kind of start my career like it doesn't feel like just a job at the moment which is nice nice yeah man i mean we talked a little bit i think last episode uh, i mean we've talked about this all the time but um kind of translating that aspect of the game like the pushing yourself and improving into a career and so um Personally, I'm still looking for that, so it's really nice to see like it's worth pursuing. It's it's worth looking for that in a job, um, because yeah, that's super rewarding, and it it kind of leaves you with a. Um, I mean, I'm speaking for you now, but I, <laughs> I what what I want is kind of what you're describing. Like at the end of the day, I've always thought of it as like if you have a beer at the end of the day, it makes the beer tastes taste better. It makes yes. your TV shows yeah. more relaxing. It, it adds flavor to all the other things that you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I think it's right now like giving me some energy back. If if I wasn't, I think I've been loading up on just like trying to get onboarded as quickly as possible because it's a pretty small company. So right now I think like it's an energy net neutral mm-hmm. where it's not actually draining, but I'm just putting so much energy in that i'm not like that it's not giving me energy back but net neutral is really good for like the start and doing it and getting used to zoom meetings and and all that sort of stuff you know so i think that's that's good so i think in the future it will start you know giving me more energy which is really really exciting once i kind of get settled and i know how the system works and where everything is and all of that stuff yeah man um do you want I mean, I'll, I'll open the door for you to kind of talk more specifics if you want, but we could also just kind of sit on how it feels. Like, 
uh, in terms of anxiety or kind of expectations, is there anything kind of – you said your boss is cool. Is uh, is there pressure coming down on you or is it kind of still like you're doing good so they're not coming hard? I think that's the interesting thing. I think the pressure has always kind of was there since day one, but it was like in a way that was kind of encouraging. It was like kind of like the pressure you get from like – I guess your homies like cheering you on against like a PR player, mm. you know, that kind of pressure where it's like, you, you know, you want to perform you, you, but like they got your back as well. I think that like, Oh, what was your other question about? Just like, I think well, my, I do like my manager. I think she's really, really cool. And yeah, I mean, it's just super cool, super open. Um, and she's like really demanding, but I think it's like because she knows like what I can do. So I think like in I'm actually in a position where I have the freedom and trust to kind of do the things that I want to do. But then because of that, I'm expected to do those well. So it's kind of like I got the freedom to play, but I'm playing with kind of live ammo sometimes a little bit. And so I think that's what's been really fun and exciting. But at the same time, a little bit stressful because it's just like, they put so much trust in you to do it. And I think that's the thing. Like, it's not like I'm getting micromanaged or anything like that. You know, I kind of have the whole playground to play in. Right. Wow. All right. So that's been, I know we've been talking all the time this past couple of weeks and you've been working long, long shifts to say the least. How is that? Is that going to keep going? How do you feel your time management's going to go these next yeah. month? <laughs> Yeah, so that is actually struggling a little bit. Time management has been the the toughie, right? Because I'm also prepping for the California move coming up in January. Mm. So I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm just trying not to honestly beat myself up for it. Like this is a time of transition. So things will fall through the wayside and and I'll pick it back up again. Um, I think in terms of like balancing it, like I, I talked to my manager and was like, because I normally actually wake up and I do some extra work because most of the people are based in the West Coast. So I actually do a lot of work in the morning when I'm more productive. Like even before nine, I'll, I'll probably be on my computer by like, you know, 7.30, 8-ish and, and, and start grinding some um, some work and stuff like that. And so uh, I, you know, I was like, hey, every once in a while, like, is it cool if I just like go for a run midday? Because like I'm, I, I kind of hit the wall around like two or three like everyone else. So. Sure. And, and that was perfectly cool with them. So, like, I'm just trying to figure out what works best for me and, like, asking for it and not being afraid to ask for it, I think, is, like, where I'm at right now. And then the only other thing is just kind of trying to balance, like, the rest of the thing. So, like, actually this week I wasn't able to practice Melee up until last night just because I was so busy with work and some deadlines that uh, were on Friday. So I think I just need to, like, figure out how to incorporate that and how to incorporate, like, just, like, pretty purposeful tight practice sessions and then you know get some net play sessions in once i move into california and can play people online and stuff like that so i think i haven't figured out how melee and how both melee and like other stuff like cooking and exercising factor into work and so i think that's like where i'm definitely struggling the most but i think it will like eventually fall into it, their places. Right. Well, I think they just want you. I, I mean, any smart manager would know that a happy employee is a more productive employee. And so like the solution is not to strip you of, of your whole identity and life. 
and and force you to be on the grindstone 10 hours a day, you know, nonstop. So it seems like they, you know, she's aware of that um, and will kind of allow you the freedoms that make sense. You know, that's important. Yeah, exactly. It's more of just me putting in the work. I mean, we know, like, you know me really well. Like, I kind of just am a grinder at heart. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, my attention is, like, grinding at work. And so I'm just, like, it's not even that I'm, like, expected to put in those hours. But, like, when you see how everyone else is working in the company, like, how hard everyone else is working in the company and, you know, dealing with patients and family members and foundation partners and, like, how much it means to them of, like, the work we're doing, um, which is, you know, accelerating, uh, like trying to help n- to find new treatments for like patients with rare diseases is kind of like the mission statement. And so like, that's kind of just what's been pushing me. It's not like anyone else is pushing. Mm-hmm. Is an- and it's not like anyone else is saying like, you have to put it clock in those hours. It's just, that's what I felt like I need to do to be able to like end the day thinking that I did a good job. And so, and being like proud of the work that I did. So I think... I'm just, like, but I'm also, like, there's, like, time wasted, like, just, like, trying to figure out where something is or, like, trying to figure out what Google Doc it's in and stuff like that. So I think I'll just get more and more optimized with my work. And so, like, I'll probably just, like, have more time as, like, I get more situated. Yeah, I I definitely trust that you will. Um, And you definitely are a grinder at heart. That's, that could have been, your your tag could have been grinder. And, uh. Could have. It kind of cringed, though. Uh, no. And then you just right. tell people it's the sandwich. That's fair. That's fair. Like, That's I don't fair. even know. Grind related tags are, are okay. Yeah. Hoagie. Actually, Hoagie's not a bad. We'll talk Hoagie's about. a great tag, actually. Wow, <laughs> Hostile Hoagie. Hostile Hoagie. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it out sucks. there. We should, we should oh, start yeah. a dock of, of tags that people can have as long as we're like paid 1% of the tournament winnings. It's a business. It's yeah. an idea. It's um, an idea. Nice. Well, there's a there's some British, like late like early twenties person who I think get, makes a lot of money from naming babies in China. What? Yeah, it's a thing. Naming, Jesus. Like giving like English names to. Oh 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 oh. Yeah uh, yeah yeah. Okay, interesting. A completely related note. The viewers can Google that themselves. We're yeah. Not going to go Fun that. fact of the day. Uh, yeah. well to get it back on track. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like everything is clearly working its way, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pro- progression wise on your job seems pretty natural. Um, yeah. Any kind of final thoughts to, to close out the topic? I think no final thoughts. I'm just really excited like for future episodes to just really experiment with or just like talk more about like that work life balance as I like, feel like I'm reaching like actual adulthood, you know? Sure. And and I think that's really interesting. Aside from yeah, so I'm just super super excited to start exploring that for future episodes. Aside from that, uh I want to take a break. I thought my computer's plugged in, but it's not and it's it's about to die. All right, quick break. Plugged in. Ah. These stupid Windows computers, like, have, like, it's a two-part charger. So sometimes the middle part goes out. Dude, those are the worst. Okay. I'm, I'm back. I'm back, so. Just checking, <sighs> checking my texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll, we'll, that won't be, a, like, a, a legit break. Left now. Uh, 
Okay. Um, cool. So once we come back, you wanna you wanna transition it to your the questions you had? Yeah, yeah. And we're we're cool to talk about five days of melee. Of course. Cool, cool, cool. All right, take it back whenever. Yeah, so for the next topic, you know, I kind of was curious, JD, because I've known you pretty well, right, you know, for a while now, I could say. And I wanted to talk about five days of Melee. So obviously, incredible opportunity. We are in the discussions, but it's looking unlikely, right, as, as it stands now. We're currently a, a backup. So we are, if we're in the pool of backups for if the Scar and Tove show or 6-4 can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Among other great podcasts as well. And I think, I think it, I, the one thing I've noticed in the last few days is like, I think one, the fact that I felt really honored to just be in the discussion, but granted, like it would have been a big opportunity assuming we don't get it. Right. And so I think I want to hear like how you're feeling about that. And like, cause I'm, I'm kind of noticing as your friend that you're, you might be feeling and correct me if I'm wrong. Also, this is just observations, like sure. a bit antsy about it and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and kind of trickling into ideas of like what we want season two to look like, but also, yeah, I think it's just like, it's, it's a weird situation. Cause it's like almost a big break and we might, might just miss it unless something changes right from the current plans and and i kind of want to hear your thoughts and and let you kind of go on about that yeah so um i'm I'm very happy to talk about this because i'm still trying to figure out kind of how i feel about it so Mm -hmm. first by this by the time this podcast comes out um it's it's likely that we're, we're putting it out on the 16th so five days of melee has started and funny enough, by this time, we are well aware. The day we're recording, later on, we're going to find out, most likely. So we're, we're going to be well aware whether or not we got the slot or not, how it all unfolded and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you've seen that on the Discord and things like that. I've been pretty uh, pretty vocal. Not I'm trying to, to restrain myself, and there are a few times where maybe I, I come across very much so as like, pick me, pick me. But the, the gist of it is I, uh, you know, it it is an opportunity and I'm not going to allow myself to feel like I didn't do everything I could to put ourselves in the position to capitalize on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I would rather risk being seen as antsy and being seen as putting myself forward too much um, rather than being seen as indifferent or not not wanting the slot or feeling like it's yeah. not a big deal, so I it's it's yeah. a it was a decision I made that was pro- was definitely based in some emotion of we were I, I was like the fifth person put in and you were like the sixth something like that like we were put in back to back in that Discord very early on in the in the process. And so mm-hmm. I was given the impression that we were a part of it mm-hmm. from the beginning. Uh, that's that's where I didn't. Okay, okay. So I see where we you, diverge. You were uh, you were put in early, but you were busting ass at your job, and you weren't like totally yeah. involved in in that in the first not, couple not days. All. And so yes. 
I feel like you know we I, we were given the podcast role in the Discord. Um, you know, we were uh, in talks with Will and and our boy Ventus had a very heavy hand in in a influencing everything. Absolutely. Yeah, he's Absolutely he's he's Absolutely killing it in his role Quick as. Tangent. Quick tangent. As the marketing uh, uh, consultant, and he's doing really good work with with them. So shout outs to Matt as always. So because of that, because we were put in so early, um, it was almost. It's not that like I'm trying to shoot for this unrealistic thing. It's that I'm fighting to retain what I thought was a very exciting opportunity, and that does it, it doesn't feel great because I've. Over the course of my content creation slash melee career, I've ebbed and flowed with my um, defined ambition of where I wanted to go and what was in front of me and what I I thought I could accomplish. And so, um, it it almost just feels like it's rehashing these scars of like you fucked up, you didn't get it. You know, this is why, um, you know, and, and then really digging into deep in, insecurities that we all have of like, you're not good enough. No one, you're not, you're not deserving the attention. There are people way more um, valuable and dedicated, hardworking and talented than you are. And those things kind of all converged in this time of, I just moved in to my grandmother's house and she had a health scare. I'll, I'll say this now. She had a health scare, uh, but she's doing fine. She'll probably come home today or tomorrow. So she's, she's going to be okay. Oh, um, good. That's good. So all these things converged in a, such a bizarre, chaotic way that like, yeah, I, I think it was pretty clear to everyone who saw what I was chatting and, and saying and getting involved in that, um, I want it really bad. And sometimes it's like you have to just say this is what we are and, and push it forward and, and take it or leave it and let the chips fall where they can. And other times you have to step up and assert as much as possible like this is what I want because the alternative is regretting that I didn't do it. Um so that being said, I know that, you know, I still need to focus on the actual piece itself, on the actual me and you talking and interviews and releasing and the content and everything like that. But, um, yeah, I, this this is our first real chance to be in the spotlight of the entire community and, and God willing, we're, we're going to try to get that slot. Um, so if that answers your question, good. I kind of covered everything. <laughs> no, no, that, that was good. Thanks for opening up my guy. I mean, like, yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Cause again, I, you're right to, to call me out on it. Like I definitely came in on the later end and it was like, Oh word. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like I wasn't thinking about this. Uh, and then even after that, I was just so engrossed with, with a new job and stuff like that. So, like, I, I hearing where you're coming from and, like, the order and the timeline of it, I totally get your 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 side of it now of, like, you, 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 you know, regardless, 
you know, fire flames or flight, you know, succeeding, we we had to kind of like push for it. And I definitely agree with you there. Mad respect for doing it also. And like, you know, coming up against like your your past traumas, I think is, is the best way to put it. Um, yeah, that makes complete sense. From my end, I guess the reason why I'm even asking this question for additional context was I was so confused because I kind of came in like, post work i'm about to fall asleep i'm just checking through discord i was like oh cool like i was invited to this like i wonder what will happen and then like you know knowing that like but we're both like you just moved i just started a job and moved and then i'm moving again like we haven't been like super consistent and that's like something that we definitely need to work on um but you know me especially like i've been like just having less and less capacity uh for it and so i think I was like, okay, it'd be like super cool if we get it, but I'm like already happy with just being in like the conversation of it, right? And I think that's where I got really, really confused, I guess, from 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 your responses. That being said, I don't disagree with anything that you you did, actually. Like yeah. thinking back at it. And for context, like what I what I did was nothing extreme like no no there I mean, was just like i, I made about it i yeah it. i i reached out to an admin kind of pitching us and saying kind of low-key begging but more so saying like I, it would mean so much to us i trust your decision process i'm not trying to put pressure just i want you to know how important it would be to to us and the work we've done um made a joke about if we're not put in then you know i'm going to guilt people into being guests which was I think I fixed by adding the the tongue out emoji on it. Oh no, I, I read the post chat about it. it. Seemed like everyone thought of it a joke. I'm also bad at taking jokes. We know this. Sure. So I I know that um, it's not. I, I don't I don't think that was um anything extreme. Also that that was sort of saying like okay, what what leverage and what value? Because this is this is getting into like marketing and mm-hmm. uh more so networking and, and all that but yeah um this game meta game we're playing of producing something that will get eyeballs and and get momentum and a community etc cetera, etc cetera. um sometimes you got to play it and, and you know there are times where i've grappled with the concept of that and and wanted to just stick to the purity of what we're doing and try to be just a good product, be a good consistent product. Um, but when you're given the opportunity to, to strike, it's like time to, time to really, you know, see what you can do and, and maneuver in that space and, and make mistakes within that space and, and learn lessons for next time. So, um, but you know, that's, that's kind of on the wannabes front. So, being someone in this chat and having the conversations I'm able to, I've been trying to consistently network and get some other short form content in there. And I could talk a little bit about it. It's going to be interesting to have this conversation. And then by the time it's released, we'll see what comes of, of what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before yeah. I, before I go into my next rant, I, you know, any thoughts of, of what we're talking about? Yeah, I think one thing I think is the idea of networking is really good. Again, that's where I thought of it as the strength. I was like, oh, it's cool that we're like even in this discussion with this group of people and great content producers and and creators and influential figures in the community that 
So I, I, I felt really honored personally about that. And I think outside of that, hmm. Yeah, no, I think outside of that, in terms of like the content and the product that we're pushing out, I think part of what's made it hard to really get a groove with it is just trying to figure out what our product is now with COVID and stuff like that. And right. I know we were talking about that earlier and, and this, we kind of opened up season two, like, ha, huh, we know, you know, we already know how it's going to be different. And quite frankly, we don't know at all how it's going to be different. We just know it's different. We know we do video now. We do video now. Yes. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think that's a topic I, I I'm very curious of exploring because I think we might have, Oh, some divergence in that. And so I'm, I'm curious to, to hear your thoughts on that. On season two and kind of the direction we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we want to, you want to wrap up the, the five days melee first. So working. Yeah. I, well, yeah. So about season two, because I think this is a converse, this is like an ongoing conversation. So I want to make sure we hit it. Um, it's still, a little bit up in the air. Um, the core kind of remains of like, we want to be open about what we're doing. We want to, you know, mm. keep a, a constant conversation because we enjoy talking to each other, right? Like the intrinsic value yeah, yeah. is remaining. Um, yeah, yeah. Melee. Sort of thing. Right. Melee is a consistent. Um, and I guess where, where the divergence comes from besides, video and the additional short form pieces that we're extrapolating from our, our long form podcasts, um, I would say is kind of, I don't know. I actually don't know. It's yeah. Because of COVID, um, any, any sort of understanding of like consistency or, or how things are going to be in the future is, very difficult, not just from like a podcast, but in life in general. Mm -hmm. So I would say that as long as the core remains and we are constantly trying to find it, then we could revisit the question of what season two is every week. And, and maybe over time we'll, we'll, we'll get to something a lot more consistent, but I would say the elevator pitch is the same. It's too melee uh intermediate melee players figuring out life struggles while maintaining their passions and yeah. as long as we keep that core i'm, I'm not going to be too concerned mm -hmm. yeah for sure and i think to kind of build on that you know i think the core is great i think the hard thing we're having to do is like what what do we talk about like week in week out sort of thing and i think without like the structure of like, I didn't realize it, but like, you know, like tournaments and events kind of just gave a structure. Yeah. Um, and without that, we kind of have free range to do kind of whatever. So maybe more what I'm asking is, and, and maybe this is, I don't know if this is for an on record or off record thing, but what do you want to talk about? Like, don't like, even without me, like, like, just like on yourself, what do you want to talk about? Because that's what how I've been kind of thinking about it, and I think that's that's gonna be really, really 
interesting because it's going to be really reflective of also where we are in our lives as, as a whole. Right. And right. And I think that's going to be where we start or I have a hunch that that's where we will start. Honestly, I am still interested in creative process and lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. being a creator and I, I, our last guest, Doodle Dudes, dude, Doodle Dudester. God, what a name! Doodle Dudes are shout outs. Yeah, we had a conversation that I recorded, but it wasn't like a one v one or anything. It was just we sat down and talked about creativity and and the struggles of that. And after having that conversation, it was very rewarding. It was that sort of thing where I was still scratching at these kind of slightly painful, slightly uncomfortable. Um, hard to understand topics of ambition and drive and work ethic and creativity. But afterwards I was happy with everything and we both were a little more inspired and, and all that. So I think talking with you and sharing with you where I'm at every week and also with our one V ones of finding people also in those shoes of, trying to create and make a name for themselves and, and begin a career that they love. That's the juice for me. That's what I want to talk about as much as possible. That's that. Yeah, no, that, that answers it, you know, completely. Yeah. I I totally get that. And I, I think that's super interesting and yeah, maybe every week we should just do like a, where we're at sort of section, you know, to just kind of, include that and make it not like more of a like a oh well monday was like this tuesday was like that sort of thing but like more on the emotional feeling side of things for sure men- mentally i think yeah and regarding where i'm at or where we're at i'll, I'll tell you where i'm kind of at is sort of this like inner intersection between now a real actually rewarding job and <laughs> And trying to figure out where I'm in with a competitor. And I think that's the funny thing that really hasn't changed. And I think this is kind of what makes the wannabes so interesting is that we we kind of always come from two different directions where I haven't thought about content, honestly, too too much. Uh, I've been thinking about how do I do a good job at work? How do I balance that with, you know, being able to talk with you and like keeping the podcast up? Because like, I think that really is beneficial and it's also just like a cool project that I want to keep up. And mm-hmm. then how do I relearn melee on the box and, and get back up to speed? And then what does, what's my goal as a competitor sort of thing. Right. And so I think I really haven't changed actually. I, I kind of just like re- realized and I, and what's funny is no one really knows what success looks like in for melee in 2021, unless you're like a sponsored player winning net play tournaments. Sure. You know? Sure. Sure. And I think that's, what's interesting is that there's nothing to really grasp at. But that being said, I'm itching to grasp onto something. And I think that's where where I'm at as a competitor. And and nothing's really changed. I just want to be a competitor and and do that. And I want a challenge. And I think for me, that isn't in the realm of like content creation outside of the podcast just because I just have limited time and capacity for it. But I kind of just realized that recently that I'm like, yeah, I want to aim for top 100 2021, even after relearning the box. 
even not knowing and just saying that not because like the result really matters or it, you know we don't even know if there's a top 100 next year but just because like that's sort of the challenge that i want to give myself it's always like to the game so i think i want to like explore concepts as a competitor and i've been obviously high q's been popping off season four has been absolutely popping off recently i'm i'm and a few episodes behind of the i won't spoil i won't spoil please won't spoil don't <laughs> but like i want to tackle concepts that we see in shows and in televisions or in other content more in a reflection type piece you know like thinking about I mean, like the idea of a wall in Haikyuu is something introduced in season one pretty early on like that, you know, but I think there's way more interesting topics than, than that one from that show alone among not even talking about any other shows or mangas that I'm reading or other pieces of literature. So I think like that's what that's where I'm at is I'm trying to think about what it actually means to be a competitor and also an adult with a career, not just a job. Rock on. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're always finding that we're hitting similar. I mean, if you go, we're, we're talking about different things in actuality of like where our sights are set, but we, we take a few steps up and we're in that same Mm -hmm. category. And that's kind of always where we're coming from and, and why we could pretty much always relate. Not only because I still have, a drive to to play. I, I played a bunch versus Chess today, who's been on the grind again, and oh, I, and playing with him kind of reawakened. Like, man, I like this game, but I wish I was hitting the stuff I could usually hit. And so now I'm like trying to, mm-hmm. you know, figure out where practice goes back into my schedule, shit like that. But yeah, it's it it's tying in passions and work and improvement and development and skill, like kind of circling back to what season two is going to be. It's, it's definitely still about growth and trying to grasp onto that feeling and um, whether it's through competitor or content. And I'm going to use that as a transition to what I was going to talk about. Also the, the stuff I'm working on, it's very exciting. So five days of melee, right? We've kind of jumped all over the place. Not really, but back to five days of melee. It's Christmas-themed Super Smash Brothers. Right away, I was trying to find collaborators to do some sort of sketch work. So can we put together some sort of Summit-esque themed melee sketches, put it together quickly, have the turnaround in time, and get that on the show because I think it would be fun and, and funny and just a good opportunity to, to stretch those muscles and nobody bought, bought into it. Either they don't want to work with me or frankly, there's just not a lot of comedy writers that were invited to this um, group in the first place. Plus I'm sure me and, you know, slime still thinks I'm a piece of shit. Um, still waiting for a good opportunity to apologize to him. Different, different conversation, but yeah, so not, not a lot to work with within that group and, whatever. So I started uh, reaching out to a few of my friends. We had a writing session where we brainstormed a bunch of ideas, sketches, parodies of movies. Um, And the big thing that I landed on with them was um, 
just song parodies, just writing over Christmas songs with melee lyrics and producing it. Hey, and some of, some of your around. best hits. Yeah. I, 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 I go back to, we didn't start the fire every once in a while. Yeah. So the, <laughs> thank you. So this is something that I, I have the people I've worked with. Um, I found another singer that I'm very close friends with from high school. She's a trained opera singer and sings in other, um, she's a trained singer, but she starts an opera and I wrote a few songs out. Um, I guess I could just tell you what they are. Um, the first one is 12 days of Christmas, of course, 12 days of melee. And that's just plug and play that those that's, yeah, yeah. That, that seems like the, the level one. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and the second one is little drummer, man, little drummer boy. Sorry. And it's a little streamer boy. So (laughs) the, and the third one I'm writing right now. So those two are finished, finished written. And the third one is, um, is going to be Rudolph. The I'm thinking Rudolph, the straight backed Marth main or the rank one Marth main. And it's about Rudolph, of course. Hmm. Um, so ideas are one thing. Even writing it out is one thing, but the the fact that I have a team, I had a Zoom call earlier today, and we have people on board. They're starting the work of making an original track, so it's DMCA free, and providing the vocals from a trained singer. Um, and it should be produced. I, the The turnaround time is within is by Wednesday. I talked to Walt. If I could get it to him by Wednesday, then it has a good chance of getting in to the program. And I'm going to try to submit three songs. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, really, this is uh, I'm, short turnaround time. I'm trying my best to make something. And, and worst case scenario, I have it for myself. And then I can make a video out of it. And just that's mine. And put it out there and all that. But yeah, it'd be really cool to be able to have that be showcased in a, in a Christmas Melee themed event to, to get that slotted. But. That's the gist of of that extracurricular stuff I've been working on. That's hype. That's super exciting. Wow. Yeah, that's up your alley. Like the minute I heard it, I was like, yeah, this is perfect for for JD. So yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't choose Jingle Bells. What would Jingle Bells be? Jingle Di. It needs to be this the. the is it weird? Is it weird? It needs to have this the same syllables. Just, it, it, this is why. I, what are syllables? What's a syllable? Bells, jingle, jingle bells. Yeah. Jingle bells. Okay. Look. See, this is why I'm not the writer. Let's. All right. In real time, I'll see if jingle bells can work. So what I always do, I say, I go to rhyme dictionary, type in bells. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shells. Spells. Cells, wells. Um, We're just seeing how the sausage is made, aren't we, right now? So I, I would, I would go smash hotels, smash hotels, and then we it would be about smash hotels. Okay. But but I would rather rhyme with jingle. So let's look with jingle. Pringles. Pringle shingle. Single. All right. So single is a thing. 
and I have to go ba ba ba. So the whole process is like there's 65 Christmas songs. There's so many Christmas songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm sure you considered. It. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was just. I miscounted my syllables. I do like Smash Hotels though. Smash Hotel. There might be something there. Um. <laughs> All right. We'll see if it makes the cut. I'm just an idea person. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I feel like the ideas person because I'm working with an incredibly talented and classically trained singer. And my buddy, my buddy George, who every every piece of um, music that uh, content I've done, yep. I've worked with him. He's my best friend. He's going to be in my wedding. Like uh, he's among mm-hmm. he's yeah one of my best best friends in the whole wide world. That's super high. So to be able to work with these people, and they're they're good friends too. So it's kind of like from high school this reunion. Oh, you got this like trio going, that's, right? That's super sick. And Man. that makes me think of like where my value prop is because we talked earlier in the episode like or i talked about my insecurities right like i'm not yeah am i talented enough am i good enough can i succeed and yeah yeah finding a win in terms of having just having friends just being able to like i i don't think i'm the most good at anything right i i think i'm i'm decent at a good amount of stuff you know, never was the best melee player, never was uh, the best singer or had the most successful YouTube channel or could edit the best or make the best podcast, you know, that, that and that's fine. But I know that I, if, if I have, if I've met someone and I, I'm friendly with someone that I, I leave a good impression for the most part. And so it feels good to know that if I reach out to one of my friends and ask if they're willing to do me a favor and you know put some work into something, that they're willing to collaborate. Um, and you know maybe that's my future as more of a producer or a behind the scenes guy of these sort of projects. Um, clearly, there's value to it. We see in the Discord how many people I've never heard of just pumping out insanely good work. Um, yeah, I mean the uh, the networking in that is just ridiculous. It's a practically just a directory at this point. Yeah, it's it's everyone with that sort of production, um, creative, illustrative talent all in one place. So there's clearly space to leverage that ability, but. Um, yeah, it's, it just feels nice to be able to get a project off the ground, and I think it's going to come out great. I'm really excited to to come up with something and, and put it in that Discord and say, hey, is there space for this? Um, or put the 12 Days of Christmas and say, hey, does anyone want to try to put a video to this? Um, I think it could be a smash hit, no pun intended. I was about to say. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, fingers crossed. Um it's out of my hands now. I've written this, the lyrics. I've passed them off to the the talent, and we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew, slash rant. Yeah, no. I think the rants are our best thing, though. <laughs> I mean, going back to the podcast, I think the rants are kind of our best things. Everyone loves a good JD rant. Ever since, ever since shoutouts to Miso. Ever since Miso was just like post Nebs riding to the train. Like, yeah, dude, I really love JD's rant. It, it, you know, it really resonated with me. 
you know, so I, I get, I completely, I, I get it. Maybe we could just do more rants. Maybe, maybe that's the thing. Cause like, maybe, maybe, I mean like, it's easy to edit that into short form. Yeah. Want to be rants. Is there anything you, yeah. do you want, speaking of, is there anything I want to rant for? Yeah, dude. Anything that's dude, I, pissing you off or, or getting you excited. Dude, I'm just, I'm just itching to play again, but I'm also so worried to play again. It feels like I've been out for so much and I'm kind of getting a little stir crazy because I've just had this box controller and I'm kind of like at the point now where I wouldn't say I'm like can play as well as I was with the controller, but I haven't played with the controller long enough that it feels pretty bad to play on a controller also. Huh. Um, and dude, I'm just worried about getting back to where, where I was and like doing it. But I think something about me, some gut feeling is saying lean towards the box, lean towards that challenge. And I'm just kind of going with that gut feeling because that's where what I want to do. But I do worry about just like being able to get it back and having the time to get it back. And what's interesting is like the more I don't get to play net play and and do this and and play with others, the more I've just been like getting stir crazy shadow boxing these invin like invisible enemies, you know, invisible options yeah. outside of practicing my DI, which I can't at all. And I think that's what's sort of been really frustrating and tough. And I, you know. I think I'm worried and it's really funny because like I think it's like it just the human brain naturally points out like the negatives and differences and you see like so many other players doing well in melee and I literally just got my dream job with my dream you know financial package at my age right now and and I'm moving to California with my girlfriend and I have so many things going good for me and I'm still like sometimes my mind goes like damn but I wish I could also just be like super sick at melee. I know. And and I think that insecurity and that fear ha- is really something to say, but it's also balanced by just the fact that because I just can't play anyone, I I've just been reflecting on like my melee career so far and how tied up it was with getting big wins and getting uh getting recognized and getting PR spots and getting, I never really cared about seating, but so outside of seating, all the other stuff. And like, I don't think I actually like really tried to be a top player. Like I was like all talk, I think not all talk, but like, I think there are just people that you see in this, in this slippy era, the rollback era that are like, putting in work that like have this innate desire for the game that I'm starting to realize what that feels like as I have less and less interactions with people. Like I am just so hungry to play the game. It's frustrating and worrisome, but at the same time, it's like been kind of stewing into like more of like a, like, yeah, like I kind of just don't care about like, where I'll be at or whatever. Like, I kind of just want to enter a tournament and, like, go one and two maybe or something like that, you know? Like, I think, like, I'm starting to, like, the way I'm starting to think about the game and, like, play is, like, I just got to hit it. Like, 
I don't have to be worried about hitting it. I'll just try to hit it and like play from there, you know, like, and so it's weird. I'm kind of in like a weird place where I think I, this is like good for me, but it's so frustrating. And there are definitely darker moments of like me wondering if it was like good to try to do this switch. Yeah. First off, I can't believe you just nailed it. I'm like, yo, you want to rant? And you're like, I got a perfect topic. It felt... <laughs> Holy shit. I had a rant. <laughs> you did, dude. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I, what really resonated was, obviously, like, the desire to be good at Melee is this thing that we think we can control, and we just can't. We It's... it's We've been playing for too long at this point that even when on paper, you, you know, we should be totally satisfied with everything else, right? It's like, no, 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 you, <laughs> you're not getting the wins you want or you, you're not, you know, your, 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 your trajectory in melee is no longer going up like insecurity time. It's like, fuck, like, let me live. Damn it. This game just does that to you. It's. That's that's what hit me the hardest, but especially in the position you're in, it's like you have stepped voluntarily into a, a skill gap valley. Like having that your controller skills deteriorate, it's like point of no return now, man. It, you got to yeah, do it. I, I know. I literally tried controller today, and I was like, yeah. Like, I couldn't do, like, five minutes of it. Ugh. Like, not because of my hands, just because it felt so bad. It feels like I'm just, like, not that it's, like, too far gone, but, like, I just think the, it's, it's, I think I'm just gonna go with my gut and be stubborn about it. But, like, yeah, this idea that, like, you can have everything else going well for you, but, like, you can still not be happy with Melee is something that's, like, inherent to everyone, because... Melee is our first love for a lot for a lot of people, I think, from for me included, and I think that's what makes it so hard to. Well, fuck that! Like, I'm not letting go of it. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Yeah, like fuck, fuck that! <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna gun for we it. We can get close. I think the other... What? We can get close to that point, but it just we can. In retrospect, it's not really that close. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like fuck that! It's always gonna be there. Um, till the day I die. Yeah. And, like, I think the thing is, is that, like, what was I going to say? There's just things that I'm doing now where I'm, like, how did I think, like, I was, like, like, how could I have been aiming for top 100 and not practice, like, re- like, really moving out of, like, Falcon up throws? Like, and I beat Smuckers a few times. I have a 2-3 record on Smuckers. In the last, you know, pre-COVID, in the in the last three months before March, like, it's crazy that like I'd never sat down and practiced like because of his weight, right? The timing of the timing out of moving of the up throw is so you know, I just never sat down and practiced that, and it's just like those small things have been made me like have so much respect for the top players, like the top top players, yeah, yeah. not like top, you know, like perceived top players, but like just the echelon the highest echelon of players but like yeah melee is such a crazy game that i didn't fully i thought i i mean even with drug foxes you know you think you get the game i'm i'm not even scratching the surface of it and i think 
uh, it pisses me off how naive I was <laughs> in, 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 through our entire podcast, all recorded. That is a good sign, though, because if we look back and we're like, man, last year I was great. Like, what happened to me last year? I think that is a very dangerous place to be in. So just the fact that you're looking back and you're like, God, I'm such a fucking moron. Um, such a fraud. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's it's funny to think about that because obviously we're going to look at this point and be like, God, we were stupid. Hopefully, if everything goes well, we're going to look back at who, that this, perhaps this very episode, we're going to say, what were we talking about? <laughs> like, I'll be like, why was I raging in a discord? Why couldn't I have just been chill? <laughs> you know, like, uh, and you're, you're, you're probably like, why did it take so long to start the box? Or why did I start the box? Hopefully the first one, but hopefully the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it's like, yeah, man, we're, we're learning, we're growing and we're going to realize that these, these um, attitudes we had towards melee or towards any other, you know, thing we're trying to improve at were heavily flawed and that's what was stopping us. Um, the good news is we don't need to be perfect to hit top 100. Top 100 is extremely attainable, I think, for both of us. The fact that we've not given up playing this long means that it's it's for us to grab, I think. And so, you know, and God, what a what a beautiful arc that would be. I just need to make sure I'm I'm following right behind you. I can't let you get top 100 without me at least being like <laughs> 95 to your 94. I'd be so tight. I know you would. <laughs> so would. I'm trying to keep you on your toes. I gra- granted, granted. I'll be honest, Shady. When you were when you were kind of feeling a little bit down on yourself on, on our little group Discord with with Ventus, I definitely tried to shoot a warning shot. I was like, I'm still trying to aim for top 100. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> All right. Just a little bit. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just like, I can't let you fall like that. You're too good of a player. Well, I, the good thing is that um, Chess also, which is like my original rival, he's been on oh, the, yeah, he's yeah. been on the grind again too. And so I definitely was trying to get in on his on his Twitch and be like, all right, I gotta I gotta show the world that I I'm uh, I'm still good at <laughs> the Peach matchup. <laughs> at least I have this. Yeah, at least I have floaties. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. But yeah, it's it's tough to to maintain that drive, even though it's always there. It's you know, once we're on the the inspired, it's now it's like all right, now feel inspired every day and put the work in every day, and um, hopefully now that or for me, I, I'm back to consistency. You're about to move again, so good luck with with that transition. Yeah. Um, I think next episode we should really focus in on on moving and and moving to a new space and and trying yeah. to use that to break old habits. I love that theme. Yeah. The next 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 episode. Clock it down. Can you write it somewhere? Sure. Just just themes. Themes for next week transition. I'll write it. I after. think that that's that's actually a real beautiful theme. Speaking of transitions, we're we're running close to the hour. Um oh, shoot. our question. question. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um also we should just title this episode "We're Frauds." We are frauds. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. I, I think it's fine. I think my red covered it. <laughs> like, I, I think I, I was a fraud. How how am I like? How was I right? 14th and like for the first HNC season. But facts. That's not the main thing. The main thing is our question, which is. Let me pull it up. Sadly, they were not coming on to the show this week, but that's fine. Yeah. 
Thank you still for putting on the question. Yep. And if you want to come back on the show, you are 100% welcome to. Yep. Uh, but it is from SSBM underscore Snack. Wondering, how do we feel about the ladder format for online tournaments? It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's pretty in- is a pretty interesting format. So this is for context, something that training mode tournaments does. And so before the main bracket starts, they have a ladder format where you have like kind of ELO rating. It's like an ELO ladder, pretty much is the easiest way to explain it, of like rookie something and and some higher thing after that platinum so jd i'll I'll throw it to you what you know what are your thoughts on it before i say anything about it myself thoughts um it's positive so at first i was really iffy about it because i thought that that was the entire tournament format then i saw that they had an actual bracket alongside it and i think I, i just think double elimination is because it's the it's the standard um it it's going to take a huge push and a lot of evidence to to show me that there's a better like payout structure format than double elimination that being said ladder is i think exactly what the community needs in terms of like improving across the board so uh, one of the big faults with double elimination is people who go o two one two, um, they run out of competitive sets, and it's there's always been a theme of in melee the rich get richer, of you know having g- getting further in tournament means you're getting better players and getting better practice, and so it's it's difficult for people at that lower rung to even find who among them is is. You know, you go 0-2 playing two people way outside your skill range. You have no idea where you stand. You don't You don't know who is around your skill level. You don't know who to pick a training partner. And when there's hundreds of attendees, it just you just feel lost. It doesn't feel good at all. And then you're you're forced to go back to unranked or or beg the Discord and start from square one in terms of finding good practice. But a ladder solves that brilliantly in that you just play as much as you want. Just keep playing. Go, 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 go. Play, 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 play. And it rewards at the top for people to keep winning. So you could still get, you know, those top players getting practice with people below them. And near the bottom, it it, it allows redemption in that, yeah, other people are in the ladder. Play until you've played everyone. And once you've played everyone, you know who you, you want to ask for more practice. And that's all I got. I think it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know, I remember the times when Nebs used to do it, and I think that was really fun. One time, even, I think it was at Gang or one of the events where Gang was hosted, where they did, um, what was interesting was they did pools into top 16 of the ladder made it into into the next bracket also. So it was like a top 32 bracket with like 16 making it through, and then they did top 16 ladder people make it through also Hmm. which is really interesting because it lit a fire under everyone including myself because i lost to i don't know who in that tournament but uh yeah i don't remember who i lost to but i played bracket and i was one of the 16 people in the top of the ladder so i still made it into the final bracket nice into top 32 which was sick i think for competitive like 
I don't think it has like I don't think you need to draw like any meanings from a ladder bracket, but I think as like a practice tool, it's gonna be really good. I wasn't a fan. I I'm happy they experimented with it. I appreciate TOs that experiment with bracket formats. I don't think it like worked super well. Like I think that just the concept of it like kind of short ended some people where they were like, I beat this person in bracket, and they made it back to pools, and I have to play them again round two of top thirty two. Sure, that sort of thing. So I think like. I don't think it works in like a like as like the only thing, but as a supplement, I definitely, definitely hard agree, especially for players who might not like it's just like, you know, like any tournament, it's like kind of a little bit. It can be a little bit clicky, right, where you play the people that you want to play and like, oh, curbs, you know, curbs at Nebs today. So like I'm going to go up and ask him, but he kind of knows you already. So you can kind of do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And not everyone can do that. And I think that's what ladder benefits from because it helps make introductions and builds the community. And so that's what I really like about it, especially over net play because like granted, like I, I don't post, I, I made the, I, I am an admin of the melee online discord and I still <laughs> just privately message people, yeah. you know, quite frankly, you know, yeah. I, I, I very rarely go like, Hey, at here who wants to play. Generally it's like, oh, I've been studying Falco. Let me hit up here, man. Uh, I want Fox. Let me play JD, you know? Right. So, you know, I think I think especially in the COVID era, ladders are really good because it helps make introductions to practice partners over online play. So it even is it's even better than it was in a local setting. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. I think that kind of covers it. So again, thanks, Snack, for the question. Um, overall consensus: ladder great as a supplement, but it's going to take a lot. To beat out double a limb as a. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you about one of the first tournaments I played in in high school? We played triple elimination. You did. Written, yeah, I remember that. written by hand. Yes. I think you told me this in your 1v1 interview oh. in, when I interviewed you. It was super good. Good times. I think, yeah. I think the last thing I'll say about ladder is that it's a good way to practice uh, playing with a little bit of nerves and like choosing options that are risky, mm. you know, like choosing options that you're like, I need to hit this, like exactly like this. I need to hit this sledge dash, like lose the ladder match, go for that ledge dash because the more you practice under those like pressure situations, the more you'll be ice cold in bracket. Yeah. Like in the long run, like months down the line, don't expect that to change in the next few weeks. Yeah. Tournament XP is rare. You gotta, you gotta grab a hold and, and take advantage where you can. Yeah, I mean, there's such a different style difference, even from playing in bracket versus playing in playing in friendlies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a big you're a big uh, perpetrator of that. I think I suck in friendlies. I don't I don't know what it is. I know it's so bad. <laughs> I'm so trash. It's, at I don't get actual JD practice in friendlies. It's I so try. I, I'm not I'm not conditioning or anything. I try my best. I promise. <laughs> I know, but you go in too often. You you just you you soar to the platforms in in in. In, in tournament. Oh, I, I lose all my shame in tournament. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why. That's why I'm calling you out. But thank you again for the question. That was really good. Yep. I know we didn't bring you on, but uh, feel free to DM me or JD if you want to come on with another question. Always have to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, season two, we're all about just building. I think, you know, building our community is, is something we didn't yeah. mention before. So 
Um, this goes out to anyone. Maybe this will make the YouTube video of just this section. We love answering questions. It's probably our favorite part of the podcast at this point. It is. Besides, yeah, we want to hear from you. Besides the feeling I get just having talked to one of my best friends, I get that. That's probably my favorite. But I still like the questions more. Okay. Well, it's they're close. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, but jokes with, aside, jokes aside. <laughs> with that being said, I think I think we covered everything, man. This is uh, this was good. I think I peaked a lot. Uh oh, I'm checking the That's audio fine. here. Like, That's fine. We'll peak. We'll peak. We'll do it better next time. We'll That's do, fine. Always That's, That's what season two is. Season two motto. We'll do it better next time. Forget everything we said before. It's about doing it better and peaking. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Yeah. See you, man.